two or three years ago, I, I burnt out. And I've come to the conclusion that one of the main contributing factors was the abundance of social interactions. I needed social distancing. So I love meeting new people and make new connections. But what have happened is that we have so many more points of contact. I actually sat down that period and after coming to this realization and counted my main points of contact. And there were seven. Seven different channels with countless opportunities to connect. Let's say I'm just speaking to three people per channel. I think that's a low number. But that's 21 different people, 21 different conversations going on at the same time. And that's not taking into account the spontaneous meetings you have in real life or other incoming requests. So after coming to this realization and putting a value or a cost to these interactions, I could better manage the full picture because I still want to connect. Social distancing is a temporary solution. There's a beauty in being able to connect with anyone, anytime, anyhow. But there's a responsibility for us to make meaningful connections. Making remote feel close. Hey guys, this is Innocent. Coming to you live from my self-quarantine in, in Stockholm, Sweden. We're in strange times right now and I wish we can all be there for each other. I just got home from a run and as I've just got this new podcast equipment at home. So this is the first podcast I'm recording from from my home. Fittingly enough I got it just before this uh, social distancing period. Many people are home right now Doing the work, of course, but also having more downtime and more listening time, maybe. So I thought if our listeners would find it valuable enough for us to create, try to create at least a podcast a day, it's a very ambitious project, I would be willing to give it a go. But for that project... I would really like to get more of you involved. We recently launched a feature on the web where people are able to contribute with a question or a thought. And now I believe is the perfect time for us to come together remotely. So a part of day, we're quite free when it comes to the production and conceptually. So we will continuously be trying out new stuff. I see possibilities for Q&As. I see possibilities for you sending in a, a topic, a question that we discuss for the full conversation. I will be making some calls, connecting with different people and just 
having conversations. Now is the time to get in touch. So I thought I would do an episode today on the topic of remote. Being as many of us are in some sort of quarantine or have decreased our social interactions. Let me ask you this. What's the first thing you think about when you hear the word remote? Low-hanging fruit. Yes, remote control. If you take it back to when it was invented, or at least when it came into commercial use for the television in the 1950s, it must have been the innovation of the year, this new part of our culture, the TV. And now we're innovating our way out of the remote control. You remember the episode we did with Diana Massa, which was about voice technology. Is that us getting lazier? I personally hope this opens up more opportunities for us to do more stuff rather than become lazier. As we know, a lot of companies are having a hard time right now. And uh, companies like ours are, for the most part, working remote. You might remember the episode with Malcolm Larry, who we were talking about leadership. And the best tool or the best way to go about leadership, encouraging self-leadership. You can even call it a lazy type of leadership. You're just getting people to lead themselves. It takes a lot of time. You have to build a lot of trust both ways. It's actually the long and hard and difficult way to go. But the companies that have gone this way and that have been working on this for months or years, proactively, are now probably in a better situation. A reactive manager is probably panicking right now when they don't have their co-workers within arm's reach. Not being able to control like a remote. What are the types of conversation you have as a team? Are they mostly about Nothing? The weather? Are they about current problems you're working on? Current situations? Are they geared towards the future? Are they about dreams and aspirations? About the mission and vision? This might be quite telling of which quadrant you're focused on. Just to give you a reminder of the quadrants I'm talking about. It's four quadrants, basically. So the quadrant that resembles the last example I used is the proactive quadrant. Where you're spending your time and focus on what's not urgent, but important. That's probably where you want to spend more time. Another quadrant, which could be a little bit tricky as you still get things done, but it's important to remember to not stay in this quadrant, is when you're spending time on what's urgent, yet important. So it is important, so it's good to spend time on it. But if you only get stuck in what's urgent, you're actually in a reactive stage. 
and the two quadrants where you want to spend as little time as possible is a quadrant which is not important, but urgent. That's incoming calls or emails or, yeah, many times might be other people's problems which really aren't problems. It becomes a problem as it comes to you. Anyway, and the last quadrant is where you spend time on what's not important and not urgent as well. This is the quadrant of procrastination. You're more or less not getting anything done. So let's say your organization haven't been working on this proactive measures, or just you haven't. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just good recognizing where you're spending your time and where you would like to spend your time and what that might result in for you and your goals and ambitions. There's a bunch of tips floating around right now of what to do when working from home. If it hasn't popped up in your social media feed, you probably need to evaluate your social media feed. Maybe add some sources that would go into this. Anyhow, tips to stay focused when working from home. Starting your day as usual. That means waking up, doing your routine and starting a day. I would also say that this is a great opportunity to start your day as you wish you could start every day. So if that's having more time for meditation, if it's having time for a run, if it's having time for doing something extra that gets you going. And you can hopefully take that energy with you into your work. Set boundaries for the day ahead. So this is basically planning your day. It's time management. It's having a framework within which you can operate freely. Being mindful of the time you've saved. I know my lunches are a lot shorter when I work from home. So all this time, let's say it amounts to an hour, an hour and a half per day. That's bonus time. You can either use it to put in work but if you're productive in the working hours, I would say use this to do something fun, relaxing, go for a yoga session, take a walk, read those pages of that book you've been wanting to read. Do you. Donatella. T-Mobile. Three words for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself 2011. Fragrances. Treat yourself. Massages. Treat yourself. Mimosas. Treat yourself. It's the best day of the year. The best day of the year. Get some air. Don't forget to get out. It's so easy if you start your day at home, you have lunch at home, and all of a sudden, it's night. Like I said, I've been working from home today. I just got back from a run, and that run is actually scheduled in. So I give myself a clear deadline to make sure I get out. And now, 
and putting in more work. Just dividing your day. Like I spoke about in the incubation episode. I like creating those blocks within the day and clearly dividing them up. And a good way to do that is to have the divider being air getting time. There's something called that. Watch out for procrastination. I probably don't need to get into more about that. As you heard me talk about it previously in this episode. Or in the incubation episode. Actually, that was in the episode after the incubation episode when I was answering a question. The difference between incubation and procrastination. If you haven't heard any of those, listen to the one of incubation and see if you yourself can define the difference between incubation and procrastination. Stay connected. Stay connected with your colleagues, with your friends and family. And stay connected with us. As I said in the beginning of this episode, Let's connect more. Send me something. Send me a question. Send me a thought. Send me something random. It doesn't have to be a smart question around learning. Just something we can learn from. And I'm of the mentality that we can learn from anything and everything. So send me anything and everything. We'll see if we get going with a pot a day. But until next time, stay curious.